morning, honey. Good morning. What's uh, on your mind? I can't even think. Yeah, well, we can start this podcast as soon as mom starts making all that noise. The natural area? <laughs> of human life. The natural area of human life. Here on the Bavoshdan podcast with James and Sana. That's why the other podcast was so stinky. That's why we only have three listeners. Because <laughs> it's never edited. <laughs> if we were to edit it, we might have five listeners. Do you know what I'm drinking, honey? What? Black tea. Really? Pinch of sugar. Pinch, pinch of sugar. Spoonful, spoonful of, of rose water. Rose water? Yeah. Wow. That is fascinating. How fascinating is that? It's so fascinating that I'm fascinated. What does that mean? It means we have no idea what we're about to say and we're stalling for time. Okay. Let's so, get serious. Serious. Let's talk. Let's get serious and do a podcast. Well, the other day you were talking about zero to 60. Zero to 60. Yes. So would you be able to clarify that for me and the clients on this podcast? We have a new program. We're teaching people how to start a podcast of their very own. A lot of people think that they, they listen to a show like this or maybe they'll listen to another podcast that they like to listen to and they think, hmm, that sounds like something that I might like to do. But they think about it and they realize, wow, we just got, there's so much to think about. There, and there is, there is a lot to think about. There's a lot to, uh, to do if you want to do a podcast. And a lot of people think, well, I'm going to do it. And then they'll, they'll even get to the point where they even put out an episode and they, they realize, oh, this is so much work. I, this is more work than I envisioned when I first had this idea of doing it and they get discouraged and they quit. So what could have been a great experience, a really meaningful experience, ends up being just another uh, idea that ends up in the dustbin of their mind and they don't take action on it uh, because it's, it's more than they envisioned. Well, we want to help with that. Yeah, we, uh, we're starting a new program called Podcast Zero to Sixty, and the goal of the program is to teach people, absolute newbies, who feel called. I want to yeah, I want to use that word. They feel compelled. Let's use that word. They feel compelled to do a podcast, and they don't know what to do. They don't know where to begin. They don't know where to start. And the the goal of the program is to teach. Uh, people, step by step, hold the hand. In 60 days, you will have a fully functioning podcast that is not just just pressing record and just running your mouth, kind of like what we're doing in this one. Uh, but you want to have a niche identified. You want to have your message clarified that you want to share with your market. Uh, all of the technical details and specifications Everything is taken care of in 60 days. It is doable, but you have to know what you're doing. You have to have a plan, and that is the goal of the program, is to have a plan and teach you zero to, uh, uh, from nothing to a fully functioning show 
60 days. So is this only for businesses <clears throat> or is this for children, no, for, for adults, people... housewife, or who can, who can actually get it's coached people, by you? Yeah, for it's for 60? people who have a message that is inside them that they want to get out to the world, whether it's a business or an individual, doesn't matter. Um, what's the perks of buying this package? The perk? Number one, first and foremost, is you get to work with me, one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> okay. So you'll have course... We are not really thankful of ourselves being in this world. Well, not everyone listening to this thinks of you the way that you think of me. So <laughs> maybe put yourself in the shoes of your listeners for That's once. That's true. To the world, you are one person. To me, you are the world. So not everybody thinks the same way I think about you. Really? You really mean that? Do you have a doubt? Oh, that was beautiful. Do you have a doubt? Oh. No, of course Good. not. You learn no. your lesson. No, I don't have any doubt at all, honey. You learn your lesson. All right. Good Great. boy. <laughs> See, that's, I've heard that phrase before in context of a dog, which is why it <laughs> took me a minute to... Well, dogs give pure love. Yes. They're the most loyal. Mm-hmm. They have, um, they're next to none in this world. And if you think, which was not actual context that I uh, use the word boy, but um, if you think that way, then th there you go. All right. Well, anyway, the goal of the program is to take a newbie who just has an idea for a podcast and get it, flesh out all of the details of the show And so you're not just talking into the wind. You have you know exactly what, what you're saying, why you're saying it. You know who you're saying it to, which is probably the most important thing. And you, you just, you, you're, you've got your act together. That's the whole goal is to 60 days, you, you have your act together. I like, I, I want to use that from here on out. So that's, that's, uh, that's the plan. And if this is, something of interest to you, go to your browser and type in podcast 0-60, podcast 0-60, and you can learn about the, the program. If you do it on the day that we're recording this, on the 23rd of August 2022, the sales page may not be completed, but that URL will redirect to the sales page, so you can at least get a, a a glimpse of what the program is about and you can learn about it and see if it's right for you. Or you can just directly email James and Oh, absolutely. Sana. Sure. Uh, jnewcomb at jns.media. jnewcomb at jns.media. And if you do not like to talk with my lovely husband, you can directly email me. So that they can get the real answers. So you can get the real answers. If you want to waste your time with me. If you talk to Sana is the real deal. <laughs> And you can reach me at sauna at jns.media. There you go. Yes. That's how we make each other This company. is how important she is, is that she doesn't even have to say her email address. She can just point at me and I will say it for her. I don't even have to point. I just snap a finger. This is the influence. The tail start back. You are an influencer. I am? Yes, you are. To who? You've to you? You've influenced me. <laughs> 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 so anyway, what else is new in our world, sweetheart? Uh, 
I think nothing much. Well, I'm I here. Think, <laughs> the last time we recorded, <laughs> I was over in Virginia. That's kind of what I was going at, but uh, apparently you haven't noticed that I'm here. Yeah. What yeah, else is new? Kind uh, of let's transparent. see here. Yeah. I think I let's think see what for else is you. New. Oh yeah, that's right. My husband is here. Oh yeah. I think for you Welcome is that back. we have this little apartment here in Hanoi, and you have mm-hmm. to share it now with two women. Yes. Yes, mother-in-law is here. Your mother is here, right. who is also my mother-in-law, and it's a joy to have her here. It's wonderful. It's. She's not even in the room. She's. She has no idea what we're saying. I'm saying this out of pure. It's not obligatory. Obligatory. <laughs> it is. Yeah, my from mom the heart. is simple person. She's a sweetheart. <laughs> she's. She's like a little ping pong ball. Ping pong ball. Yeah. She looks like a little ping pong ball. She walks like this. Yes, she's. Uh, yes, she's a very uh, contented person. I would say. Hmm? Yeah, she, we wanted to get her on this podcast, but she was shy. Yes. And even when I was asking her to do it, she was mumbling, no, I cannot, like everybody can hear even though the microphone is not <laughs> right. On. That happened to me first time. And James asked me, why are you mumbling when you talk to me? It's not like... The promise of stardom, <laughs> of exposure to three listeners wasn't enough to entice her to participate in today's episode. Right. Like first time, I, I thought when you talk about podcasts, I don't know. It's like psychological. You immediately start mumbling when you talk. No, I don't know what to say. So James was like, why are you mumbling? Nobody's hearing you right now (laughs) because the microphone is attached. Right. (laughs) Right. And also, uh, me traveling means that the audio quality is a little different because we're using... I I decided to go minimalist this trip. Uh, In the past, I've traveled here and I've had two huge suitcases. One holds my iMac and the other holds, you know, some clothes. This time I went minimalist. I didn't check any bags. Some 24 boxers. Yeah. I didn't check any bags for this trip. All I had is my laptop. I'm going without my iMac while I'm here. I didn't even bring my studio microphone I'm using. But you've got a good laptop. It's got a good laptop and we're using this Shure MV88 that plugs into an iPhone. I do have my microphone, you remember? Yeah, you still have that. But, but this uh, works. It works great. It sounds really good. So you see, we don't really have do to a have uh, an <clears throat> office and lots of sophisticated tools to have our podcast. Yes. I have become good at uh, living a minimalist lifestyle with all this travel. And you're, your wife is minimalist. You're forced into it. You Whether you like it or not. Yeah. When you're always going from one place to another, uh, you just learn to live with less. You learn to... Say, I don't need all of this stuff mm-hmm. in my house to be happy. Right. All I need like is... Like going shopping with Sana is fun, right? So we have a cart and then I put on everything in the cart because we can afford, we can buy. And then I will be thinking, why do I buy... We don't really need this. Yeah. We put why? everything away. And then James will be looking at me. Is this woman okay? Because usually women like shopping. But <laughs> I think last three years he was with me, he learned that... I am the kind that I do not want to just buy stuff. Oh, I do that all the time when I go shopping. But he's the one who says, I don't go shopping. And every time we go in the shopping mall, he controls himself (laughs) to the last stage. And then he will be like, can you wait for a second? So I will wait outside the gate. And he goes and he comes back with two, three bags. One probably cap. He (laughs) likes to buy cap. And then the other probably would be a shirt or a t-shirt. No, I'm the kind of guy that will go in... 
and I'll pick out a few things that seem like a nice thing to buy, but then I'll the, the decision or it's time to go and check out and you're like, nah, I don't really need this. Right. And I put it back. Mm-hmm. And what you're talking about is um, I'll, I'll be ready to leave the shopping mall and I'll think, you know, I really want that. Right. I really That's want that. That's what you say always. I really, you know what? I really want it. So when I do that, it means that it's something that I really want or really need. And I decide I'm going to go back and get it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not an impulsive buyer at all. Mm-hmm. No, I can't say that. I am. But I've made my share of impulsive buying decisions uh, over the years. But um, you, you just live and learn and you get good at things. And I've become good at living a minimalist lifestyle. So one thing that I want to do, and I, and I hope that this works out, is to live on the road. There are people, once, once we get you over to the United States and we, all of this living in two different places in 12 time zones apart is over, there are people that live in campers and they go from campsite to campsite from national parks or state parks or whatever the case may be, and they just live in their camper. Right, but I told you what I like, and yeah. you like my idea. What and is it? You want a tiny house. This yeah. girl is all about tiny houses. Tiny house concept. Even if it's 1,200 square feet, it's a tiny house concept. Yes. Yes. 1,200 square feet is not a tiny house. But you can make it <laughs> tiny house concept. Well, Okay, so what's a tiny house concept when the house is 1,200 square feet? Then you can have it two-story <clears throat> building. Like, on the 1,200 Yeah square feet yeah usually people make um sauna jacuzzi and something on the basement and you know build a house that is spacious with a lot of walls and everything but no i don't want all those walls and stairs and stuff i want to make for example maximum number of bedrooms on the second floor and the first floor we just do the living room dining room that's tiny house concept but 1,200 square feet is not a tiny house. That's but pretty, that's pretty standard size house. You understand the concept, house. how is it, right? No. You don't? No. 1,200, tiny house means tiny house, like 200 square feet. The name is tiny house, but the concept, if you look at the design of tiny house it's and the con- normal model, Compacted. Yes. A lot of things compacted I, into a smaller area. That's what I want to do. A lot of things compacted <clears throat> into 1,200 feet. But so, I don't want 1,200 square feet. So what might be found in a 3,000 square foot house is compacted yes. into a 1,200 square foot house. If, if, you, if somebody give us 1,200 uh, square feet, then I can do the concept on that and put maximum there. But I don't okay. need a 1,200. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. I, am, I am for minimalism. So I think we are married now. We have your family, my family. And of course, I don't like have everybody together in my house because I cannot handle it. Right. So if the group or the people who want to come, moms or brothers, sister, uh, on different occasions, then right. they can just have one, we can have one spare room and one room for kids and one room for us. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And Americans are conditioned to believe that we need more than we really need. When it comes to space. Right. No, my family started believing that 40 years ago when I was born and they were the, uh, you know, always thief was there. 
stealing stuff from their houses because all my aunts, my mom and dad, they always live in kind of houses. They used to sleep on the fifth floor and they didn't know what's happening on, you know, mm-hmm. all different floors below them. So, no, I don't like, I don't enjoy that. Okay. Yes, So, but, but Americans think we need acres of land and we need to have a huge house for a family of four. And you really don't. <laughs> no, I am for living comfortable and peaceful. Mm-hmm. So if, uh, for example, money is important to buy stuff for our life, if I need and want, and I, and I don't have it, that red flag to my mm-hmm. life, then I have to start waking up and thinking what's happening. So pretty much with that concept, I started when I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And I never faced that issue in my life. Yes. Yes, you... You get to a, like our, our place here in Hanoi is very small, but for two people, it's, it's exactly what we need. We don't need more than this. I think this place would be probably 55 square meter, which is probably roughly 600 square feet, so roughly one, maybe, yeah. 650 square feet. And for two people, it's perfect. It's, it's, it, it's fine. The mom yeah. is staying with us now. Yeah. And it's okay. not, and it's, it's, and it's not crowded. No. Her presence is noticed. It's not like she's off hidden in the back room somewhere. Mm-hmm. But it's not crowded. Right. And if my son Gabriel, our son Gabriel, were here, you know, we'd just make it work. We'd, we'd find a way to make it work. Right. And it wouldn't feel crowded. He'd be on the couch while we're here at the table. And this would be like our place where we do our work and he'd be on the couch. And he'd right. just make it work. He'd just adjust. Yeah, but... We don't want to give you the wrong impression that we are stingy or we don't want a bigger place. It's just because I am working and James is on and off. We, uh, we cannot just immediately change our place. Well, you're just content. We, yeah. yeah. Or you're we cannot afford. Have. We can afford to live in um, five bedroom villas just down my apartment. But just moving and making in a contract where we are not sure where yeah. we are at. Our, but it's not necessary. This point in our life. It doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. What we have is perfectly adequate. Sufficient for what enough. We need. Yeah. We're content with what we have. Yeah. We could go get something bigger. But then if we were, we'd be like, man, what do we do with all this space? You just fill it with stuff right. that you don't I'm, need. Exactly. Who's going <laughs> to clean it? Exactly. For me, I mean, because I became very sensitive about cleaning... Even though I like to live in a big house, I just don't want because I don't know I'll be able to maintain it clean or not. Because <laughs> I, I really get sick with small dust. Yeah. Yes, it, it's a mindset uh, it, to, to think that you need a huge house mm. for a family of four. And you, you certainly don't. Um, yeah, it's just a matter of this is what I need. And I'm satisfied with this. Mm-hmm. This may not be what I desire or what I think I desire, but when you get right down to it, what do we really desire? We desire community. We desire intimacy with people we love. And oftentimes, when you have a huge house, you lose that intimacy mm-hmm. because you give members of the family an opportunity to just hide away right. in, this, in, in their own room. And uh, you lose a level of intimacy that wouldn't that that you would have if you had a smaller place. 
you you don't have any place to hide. You have to confront that person that upset you mm-hmm. in order to have a peaceful house. Right. If you live in a household where you cannot raise your voice at each other exactly. and sometimes it's very pull each other's hair <clears throat> as an unhealthy environment, that it means it's, toxic. it's all superficial, it's based on lies, and fear, hiding secrets and yes. fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in my country, in Persian culture, there is a proverb, I want to just um, say it in my language, that... Uh, means fighting is the sugar of life it is because it's cathartic you mm-hmm. you and I have had discussions and uh, if someone were to look from the outside they'd think oh those two are fighting and we're not no. we're having a discussion we're, if we didn't it, care about each other yeah we're especially raised. me Sana everybody knows if I don't care about something somebody I will not I will not spend one minute mm-hmm. to even discuss an issue. Right. But someone would look at a discussion that we have and they're think, oh, they've got, they've got issues. They mm-hmm. should be in counseling right now. Mm-hmm. When what, what it really is, is we both have different viewpoints. And, we both, and you and I both have very strong emotions. Mm-hmm. We both have very strong uh, convictions in our lives. And sometimes we just, we just butt heads sometimes. And that's mm-hmm. just part of being married. The big challenge of a marriage is uh, choosing your battles. Not not necessarily choosing your battles, but coming to a common agreement on what is right for the the family, not you as an individual. And that's that every married couple goes through that. And that's just that's just part of being married. Is uh, you're thinking about the collective rather than the individual. And, and in my opinion, that's why so many families are so uh, dysfunctional, because they're just focused, what's right for me? And they don't think, what is right for the family? And it's not necessarily what's right for my wife over myself. It is what's right for the us. family. Yes. Us. What's right for us, not me, not her, not the kid. What's right for the family? That's a different way of looking at it from the way many people look at it. So that is my two cents post-inflation. Man, you got us into recession. (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) I didn't give out money when COVID hit. Two cents after inflation? I didn't didn't, help. (laughs) I didn't even take those those payouts, honey. (laughs) I I, I was over here when they were giving up all those freebies. I didn't, I didn't even get it. What do they call it? The COVID pandemic uh, inflation act or something? No, there was a name for it. I forgot. COVID uh, inflation, whatever whatever they call it. I didn't take it. I didn't call the IRS and said, give me my money. Mm. I didn't take it. So you can't blame me for all this inflation. I didn't contribute to it. Lifesaver? I'm suffering from it. No, they said lifesaver, right? It's a lifesaver? No, they probably gave it some official government-sounding title. The uh, Coronavirus Reduction Act or something, whatever they called it. Or Coronavirus uh, Recover from... I don't know what they called it, but they they called it something. Mm -hmm. And they gave out like $3 trillion in money that was created out of nothing. Uh, 
Mm. And now we're suffering. And that's why steaks are $10 a pound over the, in the United States. What? Because of that. Yeah, you're looking at me like, what in the world? 10 bucks a pound for a steak. Sometimes $16 a pound for a, a good quality steak. <clears throat> and it's, and it's because I guess of, Cinnamon has something to say about steaks. <laughs> right. Because like, that's what she likes to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Get me a part of this. Steak? <laughs> that's why she's coming. Someone up. say steak? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, you can't have steak every day anymore. Yeah, so everybody got all this, all this free money. And now steaks are $12 a pound. Where two years ago it was $6 a pound. It doesn't just happen. It's not because the cattle farmers are greedy. You put in more money into the economy, everything is, is worth less. You need more money to buy the same things that you bought a year ago. That's just basic economics. Anyhow, would you look at this? We've been running our mouths for 25 minutes. And uh, it's time to part ways for this episode of Bavoshtan. Well, at least somebody's happy. Oh, I'm extremely happy. Because he got to talk the most. Oh, here we are again. Next time you talk the most and I'm not going to talk at all. Okay. Okay. Deal. Great. Well, this is James and... and now you don't even want to say your name. I thought you were going to say this is James and my <sighs> fabulous, fantastic, brilliant, okay. beautiful wife, right. Sana. All right, this is James, and this is my wife, Sana, and we've been in your earballs today. We're happy to be here. If what I said about the podcast 0 to 60 program piked your interest, again, the URL is podcast0-60.com, and that will take you to the page to learn about the program, and you can uh, join the email list to get updates about it. All right, thank you for listening, and we'll be in your earballs soon. <laughs>